0: Welcome to The Dog Jug with your hosts, Andy Manchin and Roger First. Today is a very special Halloween edition of the show with special guests, Max Hill, the Bengals fan, and Bill Petrella. Sponsored by Homage and Underdog Fantasy and presented by Network 216. It's not a trick, it's not a treat. This is The Dog Jug.
1: Wow! Great job, Ross. Yeah. Awesome. Who do you pay,
0: Who do you contract out to do that? Like the the voice guy you're paying to do this is amazing. I mean, you you don't want to know the kind of budget the Dog Chuck has. If Network Two One Six finds out, <laughs> whew, they're gonna ask for some.
1: Yeah. How the hell are you guys doing? What a week it's been.
0: Doing pretty good. Uh, my uh, three year old's very excited about Halloween, so he's just wearing his costume every day. Running around, and he keeps asking me what I'm going to be, and I don't even know yet. Wow!
1: I am not going to get to go to the game this week because apparently, since we did trick or treating uh, with my brother and sister in law on a on trick or treating day, uh, it's become a tradition. It's one year; it's become a tradition. So now I have to go trick or treating year two. Wow! So I'm gonna I have to sell my seats.
2: Man,
0: yeah, and I'm I- not going for the same reason. I'm doing some kind of trick or treating.
1: Can we make sure like trick or treating does not fall on a Browns game next year? That'd be nice. That's
2: my wedding anniversary. It's Halloween. Um, my my boys, we're going to Talmadge, Monroe Falls, Cogal Falls. My kids hit it; they they score big time. We got my wife has relatives in uh, Talmadge. We're going there tomorrow night. We're going to Monroe Falls Saturday and end of Saturday. Trick or treat here. My two year old calls it trick or weed. Wow.
1: Man, you yeah. know all the tricks. Well, speaking of kids, um, uh, my son, he's three weeks old now, and he wanted to make tonight his first post birth dog jug appearance. Second. He went, wow. made he an appearance day. when you were out. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't even realize you uh, set that up. That's amazing. I'm misinformed. But he's making his second appearance. He wanted to interview me about the state of the Browns. So, um, Weston, we have the device that can read your thoughts when we are ready. Uh, You wanted to come on and and, uh, talk for a couple, couple minutes. So, let's go.
3: Correction, you begged me to come on because you saw how shitty your ratings have been and I'm the only good part of a dog chug since Ed left.
1: Okay, maybe I did ask if you'd jump on, but you know, thought it'd be cool to have your first appearance. I guess it's your second appearance and realize now that you've been born, it was so much fun getting to hold you while we watched the game this past Sunday.
3: Again, correction, you were so focused on the game and your dumb phone. You forgot I was even there by the time you realized I was in the basement. My diaper was so full of shit. I felt like I just watched five episodes of the dog chug back to back to back to back to back.
1: Oh, my God, you're funny. But we did watch the game together. And despite the ending, the Browns played hard and gave a valiant effort.
3: No, they lost. They're a bunch of losers. I can see the appeal being an enormous loser yourself, but there's no victory because they've made it close. They, like every other week and every other season, found a way to lose. Let's move on.
1: Move on. What, just give up uh, up a football game I love watching?
3: I get that you don't have much going on and don't really like going outside or spending time with your family. So I get that you don't want to give up football. But how about choosing a team that's actually entertaining to watch like the Bills?
1: You can't can't just change your loyalty to whatever team is winning.
3: Why not? Browns blow every week. Can you imagine how much fun it must have been to watch when Bills kicked the Chiefs ass a couple weeks ago instead of getting obliterated by your former coach?
1: Yes, but you don't understand. I'm a Browns fan. It's in my blood. When they win, it's all going to be completely worth it.
3: They won't. They suck. They've sucked for the majority of your entire life against all odds, even though Jags luck into a decent season every now and then
1: uh okay but what if so what if we suck i mean i love the browns just like i love you weston what am i supposed to do stop loving you if you end up struggling at some point in your life
3: of course i'm going to suck i have your horrible genes inside me and even worse you've decked out my nursery in browns gear so i'll get to stare at that stupid shit every fucking day of my life while my poor brain is developing i struggle to see how you can describe that as love If you actually love me, you'd have my crib decked out in Josh Allen sheets. And more to the point, you would have to exist after you died off, which will likely be in the next couple years.
1: Look, I know you're trying to be funny for the podcast, but I do love you and I love the Cleveland Browns. And that love is unconditional.
3: Do you have anything else you want to say before we move it along? A request, actually. Do you think next time Browns blow a game you could not sob uncontrollably in bed? I'm three weeks old and need my sleep, but for fuck's sake, here I am, <laughs> baby, that makes one noise and I can't even hear myself think because my loser father is crying over some fucking football team. Maybe stay downstairs until you get your shit together.
1: All right, Weston, time. Uh, we'll stay downstairs. You. Thank you for coming on I hope um, it's a long time before you come on because you're kind of an asshole. All right. Wow.
0: What do you man. think? He hasn't changed one bit. <laughs> he's, he's unruly. <laughs> so who does he get that from, you or your wife? I <laughs> hey, I see pictures. He looks so innocent. Or your daughter. Or He might be getting it from your daughter.
1: Yeah, Dang I don't man. know. I, I don't know. I think I'm a nice guy. I think Heather's pretty nice. I don't know what happened here, but eh. it is what it is. He's a little sob. What's that? I will continue so- loving him just like I'm going to continue loving the Browns. And fuck being a Bills fan. Come on. Can't do
2: that. The nuns used to, he's a little sobby do That's what the nuns used to call us. A little sobby do A little wise guy is what he is. He is a little wise guy.
1: Anyway, thank you, Western, for coming on. That was fun. Um, but let's get to the dog chug update because that's, that's yeah. what we're really looking for. We're going to update all of our viewers with what's going on in. In Cleveland sports and football, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh,
0: So let's get started. Ross, I think you are up. Yeah. All right. This past week, a photo of several members of the University of Wisconsin women's volleyball team were leaked with them posing topless. Tonight, they expect an unusually large attendance as they face number one ranked Nebraska at home in the field house in Wisconsin. A photo of the dog chug crew naked was recently leaked,
2: too, so we expect to have our lowest viewed show ever. <laughs> it's going to be hard to do. Roger. The Pittsburgh Steelers found themselves down six against the Miami Dolphins with about eight minutes left and is given their rookie quarterback a golden opportunity to prove himself. He actually led a drive to the Miami 15-yard line before throwing an interception and blowing any chance they had at a comeback. But wait, game not over. The defense rallies, gets the ball back with 2.31 left. And once again, Kenny Pickett, tiny hands and all, marches down the field to the Miami 25-yard line before throwing. Shocker, another INT. Steelers lose. You know what? This is less than a joke. It's not really a joke, but it's a chance um, for me to proclaim how fucking happy I am that the Steelers drafted a smurf-handed quarterback.
1: Roger, that was well done. You got like every word. That was awesome. Love it. All right. Officials made a strange call at a critical point in the game when Baltimore Ravens jumped over the line before the ball was snapped and the officials huddled up and determined one of the Browns players reacted by moving. And since he was on the other side of the line, they determined the penalty was somehow against Cleveland. So our player reacts to what should have been a foul against them and we're somehow at fault. That would be the equivalent of if, let's say, Mike Prefer, the special teams coordinator of the Cleveland Browns, was one of the worst coordinators for three seasons, consistently fails to have the Browns ready to play special teams at every level. And then in response to this, the Browns decide to fire him. And on the drive home, while he's going through an intersection, a drunk driver runs a red light, causing Mike to swerve to avoid the collision. And the police huddled up and determined it was Prefer's fault for failure to control a vehicle
4: oh
0: boy a little dark there (laughs) after the browns lost to the baltimore ravens players could reportedly be heard arguing inside the locker room turns out this was just a giant misunderstanding as what the media actually heard was nick chubb talking with his with his bank who called to dispute some charges on his credit card and nobody didn't realize his normal voice sounds like a guy screaming and yelling
1: that's true i've never heard nick chubb's voice that's
2: probably what he sounds like Roger Browns have lost middle linebacker Jacob Phillips for the season after he suffered a pictorial injury last week against the Baltimore Ravens the same Cleveland Browns gurus that earlier in the season said it was okay that we lost Anthony Walker because we have Jacob Phillips ready to step in and play at a higher level are now saying Thank Christ I don't have to watch Jacob Phillips play another snap this season. You know what? It might be time to reevaluate your position uh, on uh, complaining about Mary Kay Cabot and getting all your Browns info from a uh, Silly Podcast.
1: <laughs> Very good point. Uh, Deshaun Watson and his lawyers went on the offensive seeking sanctions for the latest lawsuit against the quarterback in what they call a sham. Now, they included text messages, and while the dog chug has zero thoughts on how this all should play out, we have one simple request. Hey, Deshaun, do you think you can keep Rusty Harden on retainer? I know a couple sham refs that you're going to need to seek sanctions from in a couple weeks when you take the field. They don't like us, and they'll rewrite the rules to try and stop our destiny. And that is the dog chug update. Thank you, everyone. Great, great
4: job.
0: That was fun.
1: Where's our soundboard? (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's there. The soundboard wasn't even laughing. I I don't know what's
2: going on. I read those out of (laughs) order, didn't I?
1: It doesn't matter. Uh, I expect a few boosts. So next time, yeah, be sure that dog jug board is is booing. All right. Now we are going to we're gonna have on uh, Ross, one of your friends, right?
0: Yeah, it's a buddy of mine from college, he's a Bengals fan. The dog chug loves would love to have opposing fan bases on because we're a show that likes to, you know, shit talk, make fun of people, not just talk uh, about all the same stuff you hear on all the other podcasts. So excited to uh, welcome on Ken Blunt.
1: <laughs> How's it going, Ken?
5: Ken, well, what's going on? How you? Man? How you, fellas? It's good. You're we got good.
1: beer. I like your I like your shirt. Must be fun yeah. to go to a Super Bowl.
5: This is from 88, but yeah, it oh, was uh that was fun well, to watch.
2: See a little icky wood shuffle.
5: Is it that was it that was icky? It. Yeah. Huh? It was icky. Yeah, my man Stanford Jennings taking the second half kick off to the house. So I grew up with his with him and his daughter, my preschool. So it was a good year.
1: Thanks.
5: Wow. Nice.
1: So we have a big game coming up uh, on Monday between the yeah. two teams. You are huge Bengals fans. We are, unfortunately, Browns fans. What's your prediction?
5: I think the Bengals take this one. The Browns are uh, reeling in the in the wake of no Deshaun for 11 games, but I think they're finding their rhythm. Burroughs had a little too much time the last couple weeks and just starting to find those holes. So bring it on, but – but he hasn't beat Rupert the Browns yet. I yeah. know he hasn't, and I think he's getting annoyed. So, <laughs> so this is uh, his uh,
1: revenge game. is What you're predicting?
5: Yeah, I think this is his revenge game. So what
1: yeah. happens if Denzel Ward plays this game? Does that scare you at all?
5: No, I no. If they come out like they did, that was last week. Was the first time Zach Taylor's scripted 15 works probably ever. So <laughs> it, they can. Uh, if they score one touchdown in the first three possessions, I'm, I'm good.
1: Nice. They did. Uh, that was a, that was an ass whooping last week. You guys put
4: on, uh,
5: yeah, it got a little scary at the end of the second half, but I thought they were going to only be up seven after 350 yards passing, but you know, we, we held it together. Second half defense out of the Bengals is pretty wild.
1: How hard has it been, uh, maintaining your loyalty of being a Bengals fan throughout the years? Um, my son obviously just pointed out how much we said Was there ever a position point you were like, man, I don't know if this is worth it anymore. I got to pick a different team.
5: No, it was yeah. never allowed. I, <laughs> I, I was born into season tickets. And then uh, it after the 2003 season, that was when my dad had enough. So 35 straight years of pain and suffering, less two seasons. Um, but – you kind of relish, just like the Browns. You kind of relish in the suck, but a uh, couple good years. Two thousand five, I thought you know I was. That's probably the first year where I threw a, like legitimate temper tantrum, not understanding what lose why we lost uh, after Carson's knee, or was that yeah die? But um, no, I've always stuck with them. It's you know it's like what you're talking. It's it's tradition, right, with Halloween and uh,
2: you traditions watching the Bengals with my dad. So it's been it's been a fun ride.
5: Nice.
4: You know what
2: though through those lean years for you always had the Browns games look forward as Ws. <laughs> True. 2002, 3, 4. Yeah.
5: So bad. I, oh, those were, that was the that was like probably the roughest. At least in the like 90s it was busted draft picks and like freak injuries and then 2000 to like 2003 was just like actual living hell.
4: Yeah,
1: so when I was in college I had to spend one more quarter to like minor in business or something I wanted to do. So I had a room with four guys I knew a little bit, but I didn't know that well. They were all huge Bengal fans. And uh, I think the home opener was was the Browns Bengals. They were shit-talking me, I don't know, for like a month leading up to this game. Finally, it's time to play the game. I'm sitting like in the corner. They're all like ready to beat me up or whatever. I'm by myself watching a Browns game with a bunch of Bengal fans. And uh, they opened the game with back-to-back delay of penalty,
4: <laughs>
1: and it was the—I fu- mean, it was the funniest thing. They were like, they—they they were so excited they were going to kick our ass. And then when they did that, they were all like, "We, you know, we suck again." And we got this one, and we did beat them. And I just had to stay there silent, like looking at the ground, because they would have all beat me
4: <laughs> up. But
1: yeah, that's not easy to be a Bengal or a Browns fan. So <laughs> I, I respect it, and uh, I hope we we have a good battle on Monday.
2: Yeah one of I our, do too. Go ahead. One of our viewers asked where you went to college, Andy.
1: I went to uh, <laughs> a college down south, in Southern Ohio. You probably have never heard of it. That's
2: our oh, great, yeah. great fan fan Jessica. So, so in in on you.
1: Baby. <laughs> uh it's there's like a court street or whatever, but I, I don't even remember the name of the college.
0: So think they, they think they party there and stuff.
1: They have a good Halloween.
0: There you oh, go. Perfect. That's a fun town.
1: <clears throat> it is a fun town. Um, yes, it is. We, Best we, holiday. Oh yeah. Well, I gotta ask. Is is uh? What do you think of Skyline Chili?
5: Oh, that's that's a that's the ultimate food group in the food pyramid in my life. So wow.
0: this is where I'm agreeing with them. You get you get, when you live there, you become it. Yeah. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, just, dinner, hangover yeah. food, but like, late night snack. There's really not a bad right. time to have it.
5: Order extra to go, just so then, you can need it cold the next. time then I know, drunk.
0: I know, it, I, Mr. Ken Blump here. He loves the uh, what the day after refrigerator coney. Oh,
5: oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'm on the uh, refrigerated Cholito now. Mm. That's actually even better. But um, oh yeah, <laughs> three conies to go. Put them in the fridge. That's breakfast after a night out. Nice.
1: Um, all right. Are you? Do you have a beer that you like as much as Great Lakes Nosferatu in Cincinnati?
5: <laughs> I do have a beer. I don't have beers tonight. Uh, I have a very special drink, though. I have my own bourbon. It's uh, We have wow. a place in Cincinnati that you go and craft your own bourbon and you wow, name man. it. Mine is named Soup yeah. and Bourbonade.
2: Uh, <laughs> so I've had a few of those tonight. Being a Bengals fan, you need a place like that. Craft your own yeah, oh, bourbon. Yeah.
5: yeah, they make you drink uh play calling we can as, relate uh, yeah I, I get that
4: next I time I, that. I
1: come down i want to have some soup and bourbonade was that
5: what like? there you go yeah you can right. come on down yeah, i can ship you some too we can <laughs> uh you can blend your own they ship it's good to go
0: how much you of that you make? make
5: just a bottle they uh you make like it's like you use like half milliliter and milliliter samples of these different types of bourbon that they produce uh, or rapid age, I'd say they don't produce the bourbon. And then uh, you put it together. They, they do some math and they pour you a bottle and away you go. Huh,
1: nice. Well, that sounds
5: Dang, good. Awesome. A lot of ex-scientists that figured it out. It's like 10 minutes from my house. It's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> well, we do like uh, to shit talk on the dog chug. And I think we have uh, I'm ready. some shit talking Russ. Let's get a yeah,
0: I've got a handful of roasts here for you. Just so the Bengals, maybe the Bengals fans a little bit. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a little sick. <clears throat> but here we go. I've got to give it to the Bengals. They have a lot of weapons. They got Joe Burrow's smarts, Jamar Chase's athleticism, and, of course, Joe Mixon's right fist. <laughs> Ouch. Bengals fans are known for being some of the worst fans in the NFL. They, are histor- they historically do not sell out games, and the only thing they want to do – is talk about their shitty reds and why Pete Rose is a saint. Nice. Wow. nice. Bengals owner Mike Brown was recently spotted at a McDonald's yelling at a store manager. He couldn't believe the McDouble cheeseburger went up in price 20 cents, and they were out of Happy Meals for Zach Taylor.
2: Cheapskate.
5: <laughs> and that's what I got. I'll, I'll see your uh, your Joe Mixon uh, bad choice and raise you about 27 Deshaun Watson's. <laughs>
0: yeah that's that's a pretty uh, easy collateral
5: mike brown's cheap but i'm pretty sure he still hits a 16 seeing a dealer's 10 unlike jimmy haslam (laughs) what's with the (laughs) what's with the gms it's like at least mike brown takes it in the chest and just makes the bad decisions with his own money (laughs) haslam just like Gives it to somebody else and then just lets them ruin his own money. Like if I'm going to lose money like that, I at least want to make the call.
0: <laughs> it was like I think after we fired uh, Hugh Jackson, wasn't he paying like three coaches?
1: Oh, it was, yeah, it was at like, the same time. time. The same I time? mean,
5: oh, what? Yeah. Uh, I, oh, like how do you did did he not watch <laughs> Tennessee football to know Hendon Hooker is like potentially his next draft pick? I mean, the Browns are not out of the running for the first pick next year. Ooh. sold sold the tennessee
0: stop by the stop
5: <laughs> tennessee guy he sold he sold the franchise for a, for a molester but that's all right, it's all right.
2: <laughs> you mean the houston so, texans will be in line for the first pick this year
5: i mean yeah. but they got the draft picks to go they'll be like the jets with four first rounders or well they like got ours yeah, Kevin Costner is going to end up picking for the uh, – he'll be the celebrity that chooses the uh, Texans' third first-rounder.
1: Uh, sorry, Baby Manch wants to weigh in on the phone here. So, uh, Baby Manch, you're – Whoa. This device sucks, by the way. I'm going to have to talk to you. The... Okay, Baby Manch, you're up.
3: Do you know why I didn't suggest you become a fan of the AFC team that made it to the Super Bowl? The Cincinnati Bengals, they're still shitty.
4: Okay. Good. He's
1: got something right. right. Good one, baby.
2: There's yeah, still shit. He's going to wear Steeler gear just to irk you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know though. Can you pick it thrown back-to-back interceptions to blow that game?
2: Oh. Uh,
5: that
1: was so much fun to watch.
5: It was a week. We've been there. I've seen it. <laughs> I know what it feels like.
1: It's good to see them going through it. I don't know. I mean, I mean, you know, that makes me a loser, but I'm happy to wear the loser crown on this one. They've been annoyingly <laughs> able to wither. There's so much. So to see them faltering, I love it.
5: There you go. Yeah. They, uh, I don't know. I just, I, they're going to change quarterbacks every other quarter. I feel like. Yeah.
1: No, good. I hate all their quarterbacks. So I love it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Well, who is going to be the player that uh, you worry about the most in, in this game, and who's going to be the player that fucks up the Browns' chances of winning on Monday? Who are you asking me? Yeah.
5: Oh, who? Yeah. So you're saying who am I worried about on the, the Bengals' roster or the Browns' roster?
1: Who are you worried about the most on the Browns' roster, and then who is going to fuck up our, our Monday night as Browns' I
5: runner? mean, I, I'd be worried about the run just – it's, you know, it's Monday night football in Cleveland. Why wouldn't you run it down somebody's throat? But um, who's going to fuck it up? So who on the Browns roster or the Bengals roster we is going to spoil is, your uh, night?
1: Give us nightmares when we sleep um, Monday night. So who in your –
5: prob- gonna- Yeah, Joe Burrow. I mean, it doesn't matter. You yeah. know who's he going to throw to? I'd love to see a, just a Hayden Hurst game, but that's just – I you know, I think he runs hard. I just – He's he's had some big downs for the Bengals, but he needs a couple touchdowns. He needs like a Kelsey. Actually, you know what? Yeah, love love Kelsey. I get it. He's a Cleveland guy and a Bearcat. But why don't we go Hayden Hurst five touchdowns and just run it up? All right, ambitious.
1: Let's come up with a <laughs> uh, a fun little bet that we can uh, settle up on next next Wednesday. Over this next game. Wednesday,
5: uh, next, next Wednesday. Wednesday.
1: You can pop in and you can pay the piper or if I lose you can watch me do something drinking related well, I think
5: I think we do what we talked of, well I think we incorporate something we talked about briefly before this thing was wherever the hundredth game is loser of this game has to travel to the hundredth game well or has to buy the beers at the hundredth okay game. How about that All that's right. the only way you're getting me there.
0: So yeah, we're either in Cleveland or Cincinnati, right? Next, you're
1: saying if the Browns win on Monday, even though they're three and a half point dogs, if they win, you're at home, I get to come to
0: Cincinnati, and you have to pay for all my beers. Or if he comes to Cleveland, either way, wherever the game is, he pays for the. Yeah, beer. I'll come up oh, there. You got to
5: buy my ticket though, if I come to Cleveland. <laughs> <You don't.
0: laughs>
2: Andy's got really good seats too. <laughs> as long as it's not, you're not dog, buried there. You can. No, you're not married, are you, Ken? <laughs> no, we can do what we want. I didn't think so. <laughs> hey, honey, I'm driving to Cincinnati.
0: <laughs> and I'm flying. Well, we have three people that can represent. We'll figure it out. I'll be up there.
2: All right. Love it.
1: It sounds good. Uh, I hope we have a great game on Monday. during trick yeah. to watch from home.
5: Let's get one of those shootouts going. I'm, I'm down for that. Doesn't matter how many we win by, let's just win.
1: Do you remember the, sorry, one more thing. Do you remember the 2007 shootout that the, the shitty Browns and the shitty oh, Bengals yeah. had?
5: Yeah. where Like the 51, 45 or whatever. I know yeah. the Browns won, but like, yeah, that shit was crazy. That yeah. was
1: the craziest game. I was, my parents invited me on a cruise with the entire family and I'm like, I can't do it. It's, it's I'm going to miss two weeks of football. No way. And <laughs> you no, know, it's, it was an amazing cruise, uh, in the Mediterranean and like 11 days and then you I'm like well, nice
5: seats, don't you?
1: This I, yeah, I didn't have any seats then, but I'm like, I'm <laughs> thinking at the end of the day, like, what are the odds that the first two games will even be in Cleveland? Like they might be away and I'm I'm giving up a trip, you know, that to not miss a, a Browns game. So ultimately I decided to go. And then of course it turned out to be the Steelers and the Bengals, which sucked. But after the um you know, Steelers obliterated us, I was like, Oh, thank God I went on this trip. Thank God. <laughs> and then uh for The second week we couldn't get, we had to like watch the game on Yahoo, like play by play. Up on the we had to go up to the um buffet and basically just sit at a table so we can like keep refreshing the phone to tell us what the last play was. And it was the most insane game I've ever, I didn't watch it, but every time I re- refreshed, it was like another touchdown. It's crazy what a fun experience that was. Anyway, <laughs>
5: yeah, no, those are good ones. Well, what. Who was on the? I can't remember the quarterbacks that game. Well, obviously, Palmer. It was Derek
0: Anderson and. Uh, yeah, it had to be Palmer. Ar- Carson Palmer.
5: Yeah. It was DA, not. not Ocho really Cinco
0: holding. and uh, Braylon Edwards had like ridiculous, like three touchdowns yeah. each or something stupid.
1: Charlie Fry was traded days before that game. And Derek Anderson. Was,
0: <coughs> was,
1: right. We, no one could stop anyone. It was amazing. Anyway, hopefully we'll have a game like that on Monday. That'll be fun. Right. Looking forward to it.
2: There you
0: go. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. Ken.
2: Nice to meet you. Likewise. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Go Cheers. Browns.
0: Go Bengals. Go Browns.
2: Go Browns. Go Browns.
5: You, don't Go Bengals. Yeah, go Bengals. who day?
1: <laughs> All right. He's that friendly. Was, that was a lot of fun, yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. That's actually
0: our, that's our first opposing team guest we've had.
1: Mm. I mean, That'd I don't be. know.
0: In, I, in over I'm a year not, of the dog
1: chug, I don't even think Ed's really a fan of the Browns. And He was on uh, many episodes. He talked more shit about the Browns than anyone ever. we
0: talked of shit about the city of Cleveland. Well, that's true. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but he always was like talking about how great Josh Allen was. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's get to some fun, Roger. I I believe you prepared something amazing. Uh, I. Uh, we haven't done one of these in a while. I'm really looking forward to this. Usually you share these oh, top 10 drought.
2: I, I got the top
1: 10. Usually I, you share these or I help you write them. So I, this, you did all this on your own. So I'm so excited to, to laugh at these. Cause I have no idea what you're about to read. Hopefully you don't say anything that offends the network. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Andy, what, you know, everybody, everybody's just so down on the Browns and, um, so what I, I got from – this is from the home office. Our home office is in Chugwater, Wyoming. And these are the top ten positive takeaways from the Cleveland Browns 2022 season. The top ten positive uh, takeaways from this season. Number 10. ten, nine out of every ten painter's hats that season ticket holders receive from the Browns as a gift – have been donated to homeless shelters. So that's positive. That's a good thing right there. Number nine. Love it. Number nine is one more moral victory, and Kevin Stefanski will win the Moral Victory Coach of the Year Award. So we got that going. Coming right up. Number eight. This week's Monday Night Football game versus Cincinnati Bengals is the episode where they all get off the island. So (laughs) Number (laughs) seven. Joe Woods has returned all the missing negatives from a never released 1976 photo shoot of Dee Haslam and the girls of the Southeastern Conference. So we we know why Joe Woods got a job. Number six, any unused 2022 Browns tickets can be redeemed at any drive-through beverage store in Cleveland for a natty daddy. Oh, I love that. A, a natty daddy. Love it. <laughs> if, if you said fuck going to that game, go get a Natty Daddy. Number five, Nick Carns Browns poems are starting to feature Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> Number four, Amish people don't want Joe Woods fired. The keep, Amish yeah, want Joe. Number three, the custodial staff in Bria have finally got rid of the stench left by Freddie Kitchen's beef jerky dehydrator.
5: Mm.
2: So that's good news right there. <laughs> horrible. Number two, Nick Chubb is as fresh today as he was in August. <laughs> so there's enough. And the number one positive takeaway from the Cleveland Browns 22, 2022 season is no. it's still all fucking Baker Mayfield's fault.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. Us
1: mayfield.
2: Wow. That that's tonight's yeah. top ten. I'm Roger for Chicago Falls, and you're not oh, what's
1: that that was awesome. I see, I've been too negative. You've just reset my mind that there's right. so much good
2: that's been a happening. lot of positives to look at. I had 15, I had to trim it down.
1: I wish you can we get the other five like in a bonus episode next week.
2: That's for that's for the Patreon
0: members. Ah. I yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no,
0: they were hard. They were hard. five dollars. We'll send you five more top fives. <laughs>
2: All right, we're
4: gonna yeah. bring the
1: we'll save First, them. We got to do a little bit of uh, you know, maintenance or whatever. Sherry, are you available? He's let's see what I'm gonna add to the stream. It's gonna be a late Here's one to yeah.
6: Sherry, welcome Hello. to the podcast Hello,
1: you, you're almost beating Dan for most. I know, like, parents. I can't leave my house on
6: Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So every week we have you on so that we can do one of our homage ad reads and you can rate us. What,
6: what is your, can you describe what your.
1: Uh, oh, my scale. It's
6: um, the acid scale of uh, rating, which is zero being the best and 10 being the absolute worst. Because
1: if it's zero, then you don't need any. Antacid. Yeah, because
6: you don't have any heartburn, no reflux. You're, you're good to go.
1: So you graded me a couple times. You created Ross. You've created Roger, I think, multiple times. Now we're going to turn the tables. You're going to do an homage ad read right now.
4: Me? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
6: They can read.
1: We're going to judge you. <laughs> oh, no.
6: That. Oh, we man.
1: Gave you You didn't see this coming. No.
6: Out i didn't need i don't even own it well, you,
1: you should have look well, at our shirts well, you can see yeah. how nice they look on us and They do Audrey look really nice enough, on you guys. Both, like, we should we should give her a heads up this is a dick move and i'm like no we're going the dick move
6: oh no. no i'm gonna do so bad
1: well, you're gonna do great you're gonna get 10 ant acids, which is awesome oh my
6: god gonna
1: I'm, gonna like, I'm, I'm gonna get 10.
6: 10. 10 i'm gonna get like a <laughs> baker's dozen
1: <laughs> all right so Describe to our fans why um, Amage is the best uh, shirt of Cleveland apparel that they can spend their money on.
6: What what I've taken away from you gentlemen is that not only are they clever and clean designs, they're really soft. That's the big takeaway. And uh, Ross uh, is rocking the hoodie, which I heard is one of the best he owns, really. Amazing. Yeah, amazing.
4: They sell themselves,
6: And then, of course, Raj rocking his pierogi power over there. <laughs> but yeah, so they're soft. They're well-designed. <laughs> well-designed. Um, you can impress your neighbors.
1: You can impress your neighbors. Yeah.
6: And potentially your
0: coworkers.
6: Potentially? Yep. Why, why potentially?
0: Well, I've gotten compliments on this one. I'll tell you that.
6: It is. It, the color looks great on you. Just
1: to be clear, if you wear homage to work, all of your coworkers are going to be impressed.
6: Right. They'll all, they're will they all going to want to sit next to you.
1: And, and feel how soft it is.
6: Yeah. You might have uh, a lot of unwanted uh, touches that day, but yeah. people got to feel how soft it is.
1: Don't wear homage if you don't want unwanted touches.
6: Right. It's the only time it might not make sense to buy them. Be sure to check the tag of the person's shirt in front of you.
1: All right. Uh, that was, first of all, I'm just going to go first. You get zero and acids. That was amazing. <laughs> I literally just bought more homage. Excellent. Ross.
0: Oh, man. Am I like the Simon Cowell then? Oh, yeah. man. Go oh, for it. it. I'm sitting, sitting down. Seven of them. I appreciate it, but uh, unfortunately telling us that you don't own it. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't get that. To it makes it a little less genuine. <laughs> hey, I, I hey, hey I'm ten. in the market. I can give you a ten because the three of us are wearing it and we're on air, and, and obviously we love it. You're, you're you're reading it all wrong. The fact that
1: she knows how awesome it is, despite not owning it, just means it's so high apparent. quality. Yeah, how, how how high quality this is. So, uh, Roger,
2: what grade do you get? Uh, you know, it's it's tough for me because I'm the champ. You know, I'm the champ. <laughs> And she didn't mention any uh, man boobs. She didn't mention oh, Sunday no. dinners, but she still she still hit it out of the yard and beat me. She still it's still applause meter all the way up on it. I got to give it I part. put
6: my my order in tonight.
2: It's like as like a
6: homage hat. brown shirt. You I need it, on on it like of- a. You should probably get
2: a Nomad shirt. I
6: yeah, I have to tonight.
2: I'm, I'm giving her like a tic tac size and acid on that. <laughs>
1: So what, how many is that? One, three, five. I don't, is it one?
2: There you go. Yes, and Asha Koopa with the Patreon. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow, all right. Well, Sherry, that was awesome. What, what do you think? Um, you heard from the crotchety Bengals fan. Uh, what do you think is going to happen on Monday
4: night? Um,
6: well, I think I'm actually going to be at that game. So, st- statistically speaking, the games that I've been to this year, they have won so
2: <laughs> MC.
1: <laughs> mc's putting pressure on us to buy you and now i'm sure. I, yeah.
2: I got we f- get get away get with this free coffee so It's
6: it's Halloween and hey, it's listen TV. MC. <laughs> very <laughs> clevelandy in the yeah, weather yeah. department um, what,
1: the fact that christmas sale gets released like the day before the the game Will that play into the outcome at all?
6: I'm going to go with no.
1: See, I mean, I, I'm going to give you eight and acids on that one. Qu- answer. Okay. Fans are going to be rowdy, is the point. And, the, and we're going to give energy. Wow. The players are gonna- they're always
6: rowdy. I mean, we're always rowdy. We're passionate fan base.
1: We're going to be Christmas ale rowdy, which is oh, a wow. level of passion. And they're going to absorb all that energy and they're going to play their hearts out. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. On For Christmas sale. Mm-hmm.
6: And, uh, you know, we have to see all the effort that Miles put into decorating his house this year. I heard it's spectacular.
1: They already revealed that during the um, game against Baltimore.
6: Oh, too soon.
1: The uh, Stranger Things. Right. Yeah, that
0: was
6: creepy. It's
0: creepy. One of my sources is his next door neighbor. Oh, yeah? I can't disclose, but I have a source. Nice. Nice.
4: All oh, right.
1: Thank you so much for jumping on. We might need you again if you can stay nearby.
6: I am not leaving this chair.
1: All right. <laughs> all right. Go Browns. Let's, let's, uh, Go Browns. Let's, we need a win. Go Browns. And Sherry now. She's awesome. Sherry, she's the best. But yeah. now I think it's time for our feature guest. Wow. And this one is a Browns fan, so that's why he gets
2: the leg up. Build up to it. Roger. You bring him in. This is a guy I've been talking to uh, on Twitter for, uh, oh, man, probably two seasons now, um, Bill Petro. He was uh, – I, I, I lost track of him because he changed his name. We're going to have him talk about that. Uh, so why don't we bring in Bill?
7: Welcome, Bill. Welcome to the Dog Show. Right, Gentlemen, how are you doing? Good, great Good. to awesome. see you, Bill. Oh, Roger, the top ten list was phenomenal. That was Thank awesome. Thank you, man. That was great. Thank you. Well done. Well done. <laughs> And that hoodie does look good there, Ross. Too, and I bet your wife likes the color too.
0: Yep. Yeah. Throwback
7: design. All righty. Thanks for I having me you. on, guys. This is fun. i been so just, okay, as Rudy, just as Rudy, Rudy said. I've been waiting for this moment my whole life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love your uh, wild thing in Dorn,
7: uh,
2: Major League. Yes, That's awesome. that is awesome. So okay. um,
7: we were we were walking. My wife and I were walking in the mall. And, uh, it was, it was sitting out front. I'm like, Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? So I looked over and it was verified by kind of one of the Las Vegas. Um, it's, it, so it's got Sheen's autograph on it and then it's oh my- got Corbin Burnson's autograph on it too.
3: Nice. And so wow. on the bottom,
7: they also had like little, like playing cards. I don't know if you can kind of see the playing cards down at the oh, bottom. Yeah. And so that was a uh, father's day gift.
1: Oh, wow. nice. oh man. that's a nice. It's, that's sweet. It's awesome. Is, are you in the living room right now? Like that's up, it's like above basement level
7: um no i'm in kind of in my little office so it's okay. office slash a room for you know when we have guests over and stuff like that so nice. um, that's right. a in the words of jeff Sindelar, that's a
2: nice item man is that nice <laughs> it is it's sweet it
1: well, is sweet. Man. top 10 sports movies major league does not get mentioned enough
7: I, you know, there were so many good ones. You know, whether if you want comedy, you want, uh, you know, seriousness or whatever. But there's just something about when Major League came out, and then it was written by the guy who wrote The Sting too, who's from Cleveland. Yeah,
2: yeah,
7: and that yep. that Paul makes it even The Sting. Yep, that makes it even more fun. I mean, that's, yeah. but it was, it's just a funny, fun. I mean, my gosh, we still make, you know, we still use that now when we talk about the Guardians. It's, oh yeah.
2: It, it captured the it captured the moment of the Indians, you know, at that time, right before yep. they built the Jake. I mean, the Jake was being built when that movie came out, and it was. I mean, I was at a ball game. I remember I was at an, an uh, Indian Indians ball game. Carlos Baer, they hit two home runs in the same inning from opposite sides of the plate, and I was in right field when he hit one from the left side, and and like the movie, like just came out like right after that, you know. Um, I don't know. I did a lot of fucking acid back then, so I don't know if it's right <laughs> after it. But spoke a lot of fucking dope. But it was somewhere in that time frame. Allegedly, it's, it's such an iconic. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. I don't like.
1: Okay, if we have our Cleveland blinders off. Is it iconic? I think it is. Like Baby Mance, who hates uh, Cleveland baseball. He even used. The, I think it still, is. He used the "they're still shitty" line earlier today. So, oh, babe, Baby Mance, that's awesome. Yeah. He's an
2: asshole. <laughs> he, he looks so innocent too. He's this cutest little guy, oh. with the mouth on him.
7: Boy, I, oh yeah. And oh. how the heck? How did heck did he get born with this idea of the Bills and Josh Allen? I mean, did you and your did either you or your wife kind of right right over said Josh Allen? <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't. I'm not around my wife 24 seven, but I wouldn't think she did that. Um, our <laughs> I don't know
2: if she's a Bills fan this- or not.
1: We have a huh? pediatrician in OB who are, like, way tech-savvy, so I don't know. They're apparently- I think
2: why Andy was downstairs crying over the brown shoes upstairs rooting for the Bills, baby manches in there. And
1: I mean, I don't – the Bills weren't even playing last week, so you don't even make sense. You're, you're know, acting Gosh, Robin, <laughs> you got to get it together. <laughs> anyway, it's such so a pleasure to have you on the dog jump. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go right to – Spit, sip chug. Which, um, in case you don't know, I'm gonna make. A, I'm gonna read a statement. If you strongly agree, you're gonna chug your beer. I see you have a beverage. We appreciate that on the dog chug You're gonna take a chug and you're gonna explain why. If you strongly disagree, grabbing a beer, you're gonna spit and you're gonna explain why. And then if you're somewhere in the middle, if you're like Roger, they can't make a decision, you know, you're frozen by indecision. You're gonna spit and you're gonna explain why. Sound fun? I'm all for it. This isn't as good as uh beer, beerionaire, beer in yeah. air, beer. Yeah, but it's it's almost as fun.
7: Almost as fun, I can I can imagine.
1: All right, we're gonna start off with statement number one. Uh Roger, we're gonna start with you. The Browns will trade away two of their players or more before the trade line on November 1st.
2: I'm gonna sip. Yeah, there you go. That's shocking. And I'm sipping, you know what? People treat the NFL, every year we go through this, they look at the NFL trade deadline like they do the, the, uh, like baseball or basketball. Most players that get moved at the NFL trade deadline are, are players that franchises are pretty much done with or a team's tanking. I don't see the Browns doing much. Uh, maybe they move to, I, I, I don't know, man. It's just every year everybody anticipates the trade deadline in the NFL and not much happens. All right. Sipping. Bill.
7: I'm going to sip, too. There you go. It's yes, popular choice. So <laughs> I, I think we're all just trying to figure out, wrap our head, why the Browns started five running backs on the roster this year until obviously we had injuries and everything else. And to not play to earnest and to, and to really just like, – it's mind-boggling how you're wasting a spot like that uh, you know, and, and hoping that somebody's going to all of a sudden be a great punt returner or a kick returner for you, which is not going to happen. And so we had these, we, we know that we're not going to have any any first or, first or second round draft picks. I mean, you take a look at the draft picks that we're going to have the next couple of years. We're not drafting until what, third round? So yes. why don't you go ahead and start utilizing, because I do think, didn't the NFL move up the trade deadline?
2: Yeah, they did.
7: So... I, by moving it up, I wonder if a lot of teams now are going to be very active and you're right. They may not be the big name players, but I do think because of all the injuries that have been happening this year, I, I, I think the Browns are going to start realizing. And I think it's going to happen. It, it, it depends on the win. If we win on Monday, maybe not. If we lose on Monday, I can guarantee you we're going to have two that are gone. All right. Yeah.
1: For me on this one, I mean, I know, the, the whole idea is to collect more draft picks. We traded a lot away. I just, the guys we're talking about trading, I just don't think they're going to be very valuable to many NFL teams. I mean, you know, Kareem Hunt is probably the one guy you might get a maybe a fourth round pick, but honestly, what he showed, I don't even know that a team would really offer that uh, at this point for his salary. So I don't know. I'm just going to spit on this one. I don't think we're going to move two players. One maybe, but uh, Greedy Williams, no one's going to pay anything for Greedy Williams. Uh, you have him for what uh, the next nine games? And that's it. Get a comp pick if if he's worth anything after that.
2: I'm spitting. Right. People <laughs> talk about greedy Williams. You don't. You're not trading a cornerback when you're rotating cornerbacks at five different positions. That's good I do. I don't see him doing something like that. You're not just
1: going to give him away. Is what I'm trying to say. Right. And I don't think any team's really going to give yep. you what he's worth. So, Ross.
0: Well, I'm going to do the Rogers special and sit.
2: There you go. So oh. it's a popular choice.
0: So, For a it's a sip because, one, I do think Kareem Hunt's going. I have a, th- I have a conspiracy that he was the player yelling at coaches in the locker room. Ooh. Because we didn't run the ball in third and second with Chubb and Hunt, he's probably bitching at them. Like, why the hell didn't you use either of us? It might not even been a selfish thing where you saying, I'm not getting enough touches. But we already saw him demanding a trade earlier in the year. I doubt that lingered. He's not getting the touches and at least showing he's valuable. So, I think we'll trade him for even less than a fourth-round pick at this point, because that's my theory. If he might actually been the guy that did that, um, but as far as getting another player traded, like who on our roster do we want to trade that would get us anything in return? No one. Right. Yeah, no. I mean, may, right. they they floated greedy out because some teams are desperate for corners, so right. they just want to say, "Oh, when this guy's healthy, he's decent." But right. I don't see us trading greedy unless it's a fourth rounder or better like there's we're better off keeping him with how often right. injuries are happening
4: right that's
1: right um okay let's move on to statement number two donovan mitchell with the Cleveland cavaliers is off to an incredible starts with so many young downs and players the Cavs will have three all-stars bill we're gonna start with you hmm
7: I'm gonna to have to sip on that one.
1: He's sipping. Nice.
7: Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I have been. I've really been impressed with how he's played. I mean, even tonight, what he had like 13 points, and we still won by 11, and we didn't play that great. But as it kind of taking over the, the the point guard position for Garland, he's just doing a, a heck of a job getting everybody involved. Um, I think between him, maybe I think this might be Jared's turn to get get you know a serious all-star piece I I don't know about Evan Mobley this is going to be a very interesting thing to see how it looked he looks like he's still trying to figure out where he's going to be in here now that you have another really good scoring option there were a couple plays I thought tonight where Mobley looked great and uh and his energy was awesome and then there were a couple plays where he just looked like he was I don't know what to do so I, I, I do think we're going to have three. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if we have four and throw Kevin Love in there. I cannot believe how Kevin Love is playing. I, I just I can't. Yeah. I, it's, he's been on the team eight years. Do You know, right now, I think he's the number six in terms of longevity. For oh the, Cav- really? the history of the Cavaliers. Number six. <laughs> wow. <right now.
1: laughs> Where was uh, Varejo on that list?
7: <laughs> well, number um, 1 retirement. <laughs> number 1 I think is Adrunas Ilgauskas.
2: Yeah, he oh, I he,
7: think he Z
4: was yeah.
2: number
0: 1. Yeah, he never went anywhere else.
2: TV. would not be him oh, and then uh
0: yeah.
1: Wasn't there like a flirtation of Adrunas joining our front office and then like I just never heard about it again like wh- what happened with that?
7: Yeah, I didn't it wasn't there something with his daughter or something uh I, I can't. Rem- I can't remember. You're right. There was something afterwards because he had those two foot surgeries. So like the first, you know, his rookie year, we didn't have him. What like his rookie year and then his third year, because uh, he had the two foot surgeries. And then we had him for what eleven other. I think. We, I think we had him for twelve years. Something like that, 12, 13 years. That's crazy. He was awesome. He was. Hey, super- I
1: my parents got me like really close to the floor, and I I was a young younger guy at this point. But looking up and seeing a guy that tall, it was like blows your mind Like you can't even comprehend it. like you see him on tv all the time and it seems like no big deal but when you're actually seeing like how high you have to look up to see a guy that tall it's mind-blowing
2: i i piped his drain tile he lived on lake road in avon <laughs> a buddy of mine buddy of mine's a landscaper and on a saturday i went and piped some drain tile for him and uh, his flip-flops were in the garage, they're like this big, like this fucking big. And he come out, his, his mom's there, she's in a babushka, old world, like brought her from the old country, and she's tending to garden. And I'm thinking, he's got to have people to do the garden, he's making his mom do the fucking garden. And uh, I, I challenged him, he had a hoop in the driveway, I challenged him the one-on-one, he patted me on my head. Big, big. That's Yum. my Z story.
1: Fuck you, Roger, for one upping my story. <laughs> Damn it. I'm gonna queue you off this show. Anyway. All right. Let's move on to Oh no, we gotta we gotta continue. Keep on. going. I have not really gotten around. Around the horn. Uh sorry. <laughs> I am actually going to just chug on this one because I'll explain that. So, uh, the the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers have four All Stars. One of them is going to get drafted. Three of them are going to be All Stars. So we will have three at the end of the day. Love yeah,
0: the- I'm doing. I'm chugging as well. I'm yeah, about- we got. It's going to be Mitchell, um, I guess Garland and Allen. I I think Mobley is going to. It's not going to be his big stat year quite yet. Yeah, he's- I think we're going to ride Allen because. We're winning with the way way we're doing things right now. And you're not going to see the desperation to use Mobley until we have to figure that out. Like the whatever they're doing now is working out. We're making a bunch of threes. We have two big men. You're not going to have two big men getting 20 points apiece when we're shooting this many threes and making them so. I think Mobley's fine, but this isn't his all-star year.
1: I just want to send out a warning. <laughs>
0: uh, it's mine, X Y Z. Actually, link. Do not
1: click on that. That is going to go somewhere bad. Everyone, <laughs> I know that probably looks good, but
2: please do not click on. Wait,
0: that. that's not our number one fan.
2: <laughs> hey, that's where our nude pictures are are posted. I said, it I sent them my social
7: security number. What the hell? <laughs> that was the Halloween theme. Is that part of it? If we click on that, then we continue with the Halloween stuff. There yeah. you go.
1: <laughs> and I just we'll want it, for more uh, surprises. Uh you know, we have to remember that like losing um our other point guard is a huge disruption to this entire offense, how everything's supposed to flow. So uh I know Mobley is struggling a little bit, but when Garland comes back, everything is probably gonna start, you know, evolving and looking different. So anyway, someone's gonna get screwed, but this offense is in great hands. And by the way, like the the uh the, the depth has been amazing uh, so far. Like, everyone is playing such good ball. Our coach is, is great. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Cavs. How lucky are we, by the way, to go from the, you know, Guardians having this fun postseason run where we thought they were probably going to be mediocre? The day after they get eliminated, the Cavs start and they're now three and one. Like, right. everyone's bitching about the Cavs, but like the Browns. Sorry, everyone's bitching about the Browns, but like, let's just think about how lucky we are to have like two amazing teams, uh, you know, paving the way until the Browns figure things out, which might be a while, but stop complaining. Things are good in Cleveland.
2: So I'm just trying to say, I, gonna, Yeah,
4: sorry. Hey, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm
2: going to chug on it. Sorry. It's, it's my, my turn, time. right? I'm chugging. I'm chugging. Yeah. I, I apologize. I forgot you Yes. I'm
1: having a bad show. <sighs>
2: I think you're gonna you're gonna see the Cavs by the time December rolls around. You know we're getting Rubio back after December, like uh, December end of December, beginning of January. He's gonna be huge getting him back. Um, given you know, given uh, Donovan, given uh, Garland time off. Um, I think you're gonna see the Cavs becoming like a popular um, a, a, a team in the NBA where people are starting to love. You know, uh, outside Cleveland. You know, NBA fans and NBA fans love players more than they love teams. And you're going to see some some NBA fans latching onto the Cavs and Donovan and Garland and the way they're playing basketball. And and, and I think they're just going to be like just beating team pretty bad by then. You know what I mean? Re- winning regularly, where they're going to become household names, and that'll help get the All Star voting. You know, from the fans outside of Cleveland. And I think we're going to see more than at three, at least, all stars from the Cavaliers to show.
1: Best thinks you're going to say that they're going to hit a wall late in the season. What? How do you respond to that?
2: <laughs> Shit, Dad, son of a, you know, that was last season, and they did hit a wall, and and unfortunately, so did the Guardians. Yeah, I'll they, um, never
1: live that down. I think one of the things that I think I've mentioned a couple times on the show that. The Guardians, gosh, the Cavs last year, they might have had a problem with they went all in every, you know, January, December game to the point they were worn out a little bit. Obviously, injury factored in too, but I think they might not have realized to kind of scale it back a little bit. Today was a good example. Like the Stars didn't really, you know, show out today. Like it was a team effort. Everyone did a good job. We won by 11. Awesome. I think there's something to that, Roger.
2: I, you know what? The other night, the bench had uh, what did the bench score? Between three of them, had like forty some points. Yeah. You know yeah. when your bench when your bench is dumping forty points, you know per game. Um, hell, you know, give me the Cavs every night. You know, um, you know when your bench comes can come out and Kevin Love, like you said, Kevin Love is just. I mean, I was I beat the hell out of Kevin Love two years ago on Twitter. Yeah, I beat him down, and, <laughs> and you know what? He stood up when he and he said, you know what? Yeah. Deservedly so. He he said that in the media. I deserved it. I was whining, I was pouting, and blah blah. You know what, man? He he's he's the veteran I think that really holds it together. Um, Kevin Love.
7: Here's what I think and 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 Andy, you brought this up. We are so lucky to have right now the Guardians and the Cavaliers because they play an old style of ball that we love. Yeah. They, the Guardians play the 1970s, 1980s style of ball that everybody in the nationals we like, we're, everybody in the national media is like, who plays this way anymore? You know, and can the Guardians beat the Yankees in this way? Well, we could have, you know, we just couldn't, we, you know, we just had too many yeah, rookies we, and then we, we had, take them the rope. right. Yeah, sure. But I mean, and then you look at the Cavaliers and the way that they share the ball and they, and they move and we nobody know. is stationary. I mean, those two teams are doing things the way that the game should be played. That's why we as a city should be embracing that a lot more. 100%. Right. Like Lenny Wilkins. That's awesome. awesome.
1: How much more fun is it watching today's Cavs game than watching LeBron James?
7: Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Love
7: LBJ, but oh, my gosh.
1: We'll win 60 games, but it's painful to watch regular season games. In the postseason, it was amazing, but oh, this, I love, I love the Cavs. I love everything you're doing. Love the Guardians. Love everything they're doing. Just give it time. The Cavs, we don't next say week. love the Browns, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move it along. Damn um, it. What? What's wrong?
2: No, that's a, that was... Okay.
1: Okay. Kevin Stefanski can lose against Cincinnati, Miami, Bills, and Tampa, which I think would make our losing streak seven games in a row, right? But he's still under zero risk of being fired. I'm going to answer this one. Uh, yeah, I'm chugging on this one. It doesn't matter what happens until John uh, Watson's back. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Svansky and Andrew Berry are attached to the hip. They made this move together and one cannot exist without the other. So until we see Kevin Svansky judged with uh, his quarterback that he, that he went out and got, uh, he is going to continue to be here. It doesn't matter what happens over the next four games. I don't think we're going to lose the, uh, the next four games. But even if we do, it doesn't matter. He's still here, and he will be judged when we have our quarterback. Ross. i
4: <sighs> oh.
0: <I'm laughs> <it>. We got <laughs> Jimmy Haslam here. You know what he does? He does fun. whatever the hell he wants to do. I if forgot about when that. When, he, when we lose a lot, he gets mad, and he fires people. <sighs> he's gonna fire everybody he's gonna trade miles Garrett no I don't know if we'll do that but he's gonna fire everybody he's gonna blame it on them even though like uh I think Ken Carmen Anthony Lima said uh the Deshaun Watson chase was at all Andrew Barry and Stefanski it all it takes is has them to say you know what screw these guys go home that's it
1: Roger you've heard two very compelling answers who do you think is right and don't sip if you sip I'm gonna I'm going to
2: be I'm I'm chugging with you, Andy.
0: (laughs) That was going to be a sip of That's how you feel about me, Roger. Okay, cool. No, you know what it is?
2: I got a conspiracy theory of my own. Nick Chubb, you know what? Honestly, Nick Chubb is touching the ball just as much as he normally does. But Nick Chubb isn't getting the miles put on him. Kevin Stefanski's still running the same offense that he would with Deshaun Watson with Jacoby Brissett. Sunday, they ran a read option play where he faked the handoff to Hunt, and they did the lateral to Najoku, where if it's Deshaun Watson, he has the option number three of pulling that ball in and taking it around corner because if Brissett would have done that, he would have been gone for about 40, 50 yards down the sideline because there's nobody around the left end, which Deshaun Watson would take it. I have a conspiracy that they didn't They didn't fill the tackle position. I think that the, the front office and the coaching staff, the ownership, is looking at 222 as we're just going to cruise through this. They know Watson is going to come back and, as an elite form. He hasn't played in a season and a half. And I think they, that everybody if, – listen, if Joe Woods hasn't been fired yet, nobody's fucking getting fired in Berea. I'm
7: chugging with you, Andy. All right. No. Wow. <laughs> I am not going to chug on this one. I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm really borderline, but I'm going to have to, and I, and I hate losing another coach, but I'm, I'm going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: It's, it's a great over the floor. fit, man. There we so,
7: go. So. It's the best fit I've ever witnessed. It, it was the best fit ever. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. So, um, <laughs> here's my feeling on Stefanski. If, if, if we're going to judge him based when he has his true quarterback, OK, then I think we also have to judge him on how he's handled everything else up to having his true quarterback. So I think it's fair to judge him on how he handles the clock management, which is not great, how he handles coming out of halftime, which is not great. And, and and I understand there's other coaches here, but he's the head coach. Um, understand that. I don't like the fact that he stands there like a robot on the sidelines. This is a passionate game. Football is a passionate game. And I think when you look back at our coaches that we have loved and, 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 you know, whether they drive us crazy or not, we love Vertigliano because he sat there and his heart was on his sleeve. You know, we, every coach that we had that we loved, there was something about them that just made us go. Yes. And, and even if it was anger or if it was frustration or if it was pure joy, I get nothing from him. I get nothing from him when we get hosed by the referees. I, I want to just see him just throw down his clipboard and say, what the hell? But nothing like that. So I think it's fair to judge him on the other things other than having the quarterback, because the rest of the 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 rest of the, the team is doing that. I mean, I don't know if the team has stopped playing for him or not, but I do think that the team has started to probably question and say, what's going on here and if hunt is truly sitting there saying what the hell's going on then that's on Stefanski because he's calling the plays but I'll tell you this is the other thing that I, I feel with this you look at our draft do you realize that we drafted 12 defensive players the past four years under Barry in the first three rounds and we drafted three offensive players you know 12 what? defensive players that's on Andrew Barry and if yeah. we can't get this going on then you have to start calling in and saying, hey, Andrew Barry, you know how everybody was saying, you know, he he plays chess while everybody else plays checkers. Right. Well, he's losing at chess right now. Yeah. So if he wants to start winning at chess, then we need to start seeing a little bit more. Now, I do like the fact that maybe he started to put the, the fire underneath some of these players with the threat of trading and whatnot. Maybe, maybe that's, that's helping, but this is all Stefanski and I think it's fair to judge him on all of that stuff. And even though you're right, he hasn't had this quote unquote quarterback and I think you're right. I think they are looking at 22 as saying, Hey, this is a lost season, but every time you say it's a lost season, you lose another season with Chubb. You lose another season with Garrett and I'm sick and tired of that.
1: Yeah. I agree with you.
4: Yeah.
1: Wow. But they made their bed. Now they have to sleep.
4: Great. Yes, they have.
1: So many good things that- I want to respond to there, but he's so bad. So we're going to get to the next statement. We're using that as a dog chug highlight. <laughs> promo. That's great. are
2: clipping that as a promo. All
1: right, Ross, are start with you this season. Sorry, the refs won't let the Browns be successful this season.
0: Wow. Oh, man, they won't. Uh, uh, oh, man. I'm sipping on it. <laughs> I don't think they're really out to get us this year. Everyone's trying to point the finger at them for this last game, but that was all our fault, not running on third and two. Several of the other games was our defense failing. It really, like, this year, actually, out of more most more than other years, the refs aren't the reason we're losing. So I'm not going to put it on them. I mean, it was really, every, every game has been in our hands, and there really hasn't been questionable calls at blue games for us. Yeah, throughout the game, yes, but that happens with both teams throughout all four quarters. So, yeah, I'm sipping on it.
2: You know what, Max, I'm next. I'm going to sip on it. If you leave yourself vulnerable to the referees deciding the football game, that's on you as a team. Um, but on the other hand, the NFL hates Cleveland, and it hates the Cleveland Browns fan base. Because we fought them and we beat them in court and we won, and we got our team back, we got our name back. They didn't want a franchise in Cleveland. They'd rather have an expansion team, another one in somewhere in fucking California. You know what I mean? And I, 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 I just think that they, I think referees look at teams and teams that have a losing history, a losing, and they're not going to get the call. You know, they had no idea of. Who jumped off sides or what was going on? They all get together and they're like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, the Browns, its the Browns," you know, because we're a bad team, you know, we're, we've been playing bad football, so we're not going to get those calls. So if you leave it in the refs' hands, then that—that's on us for leaving it in their hands
7: to decide our fate at the end of the game.
1: Love it, Bill.
7: Yeah, I'm—I'm gonna—I'm gonna chug on this one too here but I'm going to put a qualifier on it. Um, I do, I, I, Roger, I agree. I think the NFL was ticked at us as fans and the fact that we took down their fax machines, I really honestly do. Yeah. But the other thing that tells me that the NFL was, didn't want us to have a team was the fact that when you go back and look at the Panthers and the Jaguars, they had two years to fill out a staff to go ahead and get all the nice, you know, opportunities to go watch these college players for two years. We had 11 months. We had 11 months to put together a team. And they said, oh, okay, you're back. Great. You got 11 months. Good luck with that. I mean, Terry Pluto did a great job with the with his book on that. And, and, yeah. I, and that's what I was looking for. I was trying to find the book here. I, I, I do think there is something. I don't believe that the NFL, especially now, because I think the NFL is really worried about all the betting going on. And I'm surprised that the NFL hasn't done like an NBA thing to say, okay, let's talk about the last two minutes of a game and let's start go ahead and, 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 and produce what's going on here with good calls, bad calls, or whatever. I mean, you're gonna, if you're going to continue down this road of shoddy refereeing and not just our game, just a lot of it, if you're going to go down this road, then I think the NFL has some issues that they really have to deal with. And if they're not going to deal with them, then I think there's going to be a a, a real big problem here with betters trying to figure out what's going on. Um, But I do think that there's, there is something, I mean, my mother has always told me like everybody is out to get this Cleveland team. And, And she's right. There is just something about that, that you sit there and say, it doesn't happen to any other team. It happens to us time and time again, but as as Roger, as you said, we put ourselves in that position. We should be up by three scores. Why do we even yeah. worry about having a a, a ref? I mean, we're we're sitting here. We can we can probably argue and say we could be what six and one right now. Right. We can be arguably. We can say we're six and one if we play smart. If we made better phone. If we made better calls on the on the offensive defensive end, and we didn't have our defensive breakdowns. And if that we're sitting at six and one right now, bring the refereeing problems on because we're blowing teams out like the Bills. Right check this book out or plug it cherry pluto there it is there it is
2: but it explains the whole move and everything everything's right in there pluto should sponsor us <laughs> hey i wrote him a letter once i about I john dorsey and i wouldn't leave him alone he sent me this book signed by him and joe tate just to really? leave him alone to get him out, <laughs> to get me away from him I got all his books. I love Pluto, man. Joe Tate's the best. He was the best. Joe Tate was the best.
4: Yeah. All right.
1: If you are going to uh, use the game as evidence that the refs are out to get the Browns, uh, obviously last week against Baltimore would be like one of your strongest cases. That was just (laughs) insane. There were three calls that probably affected that game that were so just mind-numbingly insane. Two- I guess fit that criteria The the Cooper touchdown uh, probably could have gone either way. Point is um, that gave me a lot of evidence that maybe they are out to get us. Maybe they don't want us to succeed, but I am not a conspiracy theorist. So I am, do not believe it. I think there are other weeks that the Browns just suck. This was one where the refs didn't do a very good job. So I'm spitting. Ross.
0: Well, I went first. I was good
1: there you go yeah i went to i went to pee We don't even remember all right one more this one's a little different i'm going to make us i'm going to ask a question actually we're all going to answer and then we're going to go around the horn answering and as we answer the other three people are going to either chug if they agree or spit if they disagree Makes sense all right uh Ro- roger we're gonna start with you it's your turn um the season is about 40 percent complete what is your biggest takeaway
2: well i gave ten of them <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but uh what's your biggest one then?
2: but my, man you know man it, my biggest takeaway from this point is that that this defense this coordinator uh, they're just not on the same page um they're they're, they're they're not playing with any heart um they're they're dragging they're chasing guys down five yards on field and making tackles um it's just the defense is just flat, man. Honestly, the offense has been doing pretty. I mean, the offense is playing well. We're putting Jacoby Brissett in situations that he shouldn't be in, and that's to win football games. And, and and it's on the defense. Um, before the season, I'm all over Twitter talking about a top five fucking defense. And, and um, man, was I wrong? And that's why I'm a plumber. <laughs>
1: Uh, all right, I'm chugging on that. I, I like that answer. Chugging.
7: Bill. Oh, boy. I, I'm i going to try and go a little bit different, different way because I, I agree a lot of what Roger said with the defense here. Um, I'm going to go with I, – I, I really think that the biggest takeaway for me this season has been, um, I think, deep Podesta is the one who made this whole mastermind deal with with um, Deshaun Watson. And I think having Kevin Stefanski have to deal with all of that fallout instead of Barry and De Podesta. Because if you remember the very first, really the very first yes. stuff, Stefanski had to deal with. Yep. And I felt bad for him. I really felt bad for him because that should have come from Barry and it should have come from D Podesta. And I think from that move, from that trade, it has actually started kind of a little snowball here of wow, this has not been what we kind of anticipated. Uh, you know, there's a there's a high high, there's a low low, and I know a lot of people who are who have lost, who have left their brown ship uh, because of this. And so I I really think right now that that move has been significant in just maybe the vibe and the feel for what's going on. I mean, I I would agree. I'm going to say with the defense is a big deal here. But I I really think that um, I think Barry and Deep Podesta mastermind this. I think it was Deep Podesta who really mastermind this whole deal. And he was the one who had to sell it to Haslam. Um, I'm just going by kind of watching the the, – watching, especially watching Deep Podesta's interview when he did his press conference. And you watch when he said, I, instead of we, he said that a couple times. He said, I, instead of we. And so I really think that this season started on that day in March when we, when we, when we, when we we made that trade. And I really think that there has just been this cloud that's hovered over kind of like schlep rock, just like what's going on here. Cause we have no identity. You know, and maybe this is Stefanski, or maybe this is just how everything has started. But I really think from that from that get-go, from that trade, it has it has created a lot of questions instead of answers. Wow! wow.
1: <laughs> Holy, God. that was awesomely said. We, we need to have this guy chug on. it if he, you chug know, it. I'm chugging on that
2: I like the fire. <laughs> you know, everybody talks about the boss. In, in Berea, and make no mistake about it, Paul De Podesta is the fucking boss right now. Uh, there's no doubt about that. He hired Stefanski, he hired Andrew Barry, he hired everybody. DePo's um, the boss. And, and, and the um, pass. pass. And, 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 man, everything you said, Bill, you know, here's Kevin Stefanski with a wife, daughters, children, and everything was dumped in his fucking lap yep. instead of running a football team. He's got an answer for Deshaun Watson. Um, I get exactly what you're saying. Great take. Very, very. Yeah,
4: pretty good. All
1: right. I'm going to um, – yeah, my biggest takeaway is kind of lame, but I just – oh, my goodness. The amount of – I don't think I was as active on Twitter, but, like, the amount of people just losing their minds and complaining and saying I'm going to stop watching and I'm going to go – mow the lawn to get my sundays back like shut the fuck up either watch or don't uh the browns are are trying they're doing their best it, it to me and i don't mean to say this is like an excuse but like there could be a couple of plays that went the other way in this team i mean jeez i think uh, we had field goal kicker if he hit if he had a couple kicks this team could so easily be like four and three and then no one is bitching and no one is whining everyone is just like okay we need sean watson back uh, I wish the I always wanted to think the Brown uh, fan base is one of the best in the nation. Um, I, I'm kind of underwhelmed about Brown's fandom lately. I know we've been hit with like just a insane shit sandwich of awful football, but like toughen up. Uh, I don't know. Like This season sucks. So what we're going to be back next year and we should have uh, a great path. Maybe. I don't know. Just shut the fuck up. Root for the Browns. Yeah. Hope the best happens. Sorry. Here's what annoyed me this past week. Why I'm ranting. We were playing a game with the Baltimore Ravens. We are actually against a good quarterback. Like, the last four losses were against, like, the worst quarterbacks in the league. I get that. It's frustrating. But now we're playing a good quarterback and a good football team that everyone expects to go to the playoffs. And we're, like, within three points for most of that game. And everyone was just like, I can't fucking watch this anymore. Fuck the Browns. Fuck this. Fuck the defense. Fuck that. It was so irritating to me. Like, we're right there. We could we could come back and win this game. Uh, we didn't, which which sucked. But, like, I, I was going to be annoyed if people were celebrating the win if we had managed to pull out that win, which, you know, the refs may have played a factor, and I don't want to whine about the refs. I hate whining about the refs. Point is, I don't think we're as far off as people want to make us out to be. Could be close. Chugging.
0: Yeah, we're all chugging. I chugged in the middle of that. Well said. Ch well twice on that <laughs> and, and year, you're,
2: you're, you know what man I, I I'm all the way back to Paul McDonald I'm seasoned you know what I mean it's just like at, at some point it's we're this close man and we're gonna get there you know what I mean and, and you know what my like like my my view of Brown's fan base now is skewed because it's based solely in Twitter. You know, and, and and I see construction workers on the job every day that aren't even on fucking Twitter. There's thousands of people, you know, that are Browns fans that aren't even on Twitter. You know, so I don't, you know, that that kind of skews
1: that number. Is there a thousand Browns fans that aren't on Twitter?
0: <laughs> Probably th- tens of thousands.
1: Tens <laughs> of thousands. thousands. I lot. mean, I don't know if you can if you can make that statement. How do you know?
0: Oh, you're right. Oh, Elon! Is it, Are you Elon Musk?
1: <laughs> That's how he still fell through. I, I,
7: I, <laughs> what did he call himself today as he walked in through the front door of Twitter? He has oh, a new I, handle, like Twitter. Um, oh shoot!
1: I didn't hear. I didn't hear this.
7: He walked in the front door today, and he called, and he, he did a tweet as he was walking through. The, I I can't remember now. Oh shoot! I got I got to look that oh, yeah. up. Yeah, look, that look up. at it.
0: <laughs> i bet it would have been amazing all right uh ross did you do yeah so here's my number one i've been waiting for this mini rant for a while now nice and it's, it's because of all these damn there brown shows all these podcasts how many browns podcasts are there that think they're experts like 50 30, of them. 714.
1: Like 714
0: okay five of them are on network 216 so shout out to all those ones watch those but anyways athleticism does not equal talent I'm tired of these people. They're like, Oh, our defense is so talented. That's how good we are. We're going to be an awesome defense. Joe Woods sucks. Well, maybe Joe Woods doesn't suck. And maybe just because you have a 40 inch vertical and you run a four two doesn't mean you're talented. You're not doing the right thing. You're not using your ability. You're not following your assignments. It's like, I heard a really good analogy one time. It's like, Oh, you know, you hear about these kids that have awesome SAT scores. You get full rides to college and then they get crappy jobs because they just want to go to school. They, they don't want to apply their knowledge. Well, applying your knowledge is what makes you successful. Now, that's what makes that's the difference between athleticism and talent. You can be talented without being the most athletic person. And that's the problem that I see on our defense. I, and Joe would probably get some of the blame, but it can't be 100% of his blame. Our defense has been bad for two and a half years with mostly the same players. So I don't know where this idea comes from that he should be amazing with this team. When like half the season last year was the only time we were good on defense. Um, yeah, make your damn tackles. It, you don't have to be super talented to do that. Listen to your what your coach is telling you to do. You don't have to be crazy athletic to do that. Me, just like you don't have to be this combine freak to be really good. Well, oh, probably to make it to the NFL, yes, but but to separate yourself from the other NFL players, you have to be talented and execute. And, and to that
1: point, Anthony Walker uh, was not a freak of athleticism, but he, he 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 was paid very minimally, and he did the position great. And he, whatever. As soon as he left, our defense went horribly sideways. Yeah. Yeah. When we uh, added a very much more athletic Jacob Phillips, who you know was out of position most of the time. So, sorry. Yeah. Sorry to hijack there a little bit. Oh though. no,
0: you're good. I was done.
1: Okay, I'm chugging to
2: that.
0: Chugging to that.
2: And that goes that, to Bill's point. Um, just Andrew Barry with the defensive and how many players have he's drafted and, you know, where's the, the payout on it? It's funny. Um, he hasn't taken any scrutiny, really, and he's starting to get it now, though.
1: Yeah. It, you know, I think it was Butch Davis's fourth year when it was – announced that like every player that he drafted was still with the team uh Anderberry made it three years every player he drafted was still with the team like that's not a good thing like that might mean your GM is a little egotistical and you know my right. guy's staying that's over why we didn't player
0: get player. new de- defensive tackles that's for sure I we will finally, know
1: we finally got rid of uh Lecount who you know was did nothing for the for the green Bro so maybe he's waking up to the fact that like you can't keep every player that you you run in for whatever reason you thought he would be the right guy. Uh, it's not good when you keep
2: every player. No, Like Anthony Schwartz. Yeah. He didn't even – he was a healthy scratch. And he's I right think that's Kevin Stefanski saying, Andrew Perry, I just can't play this fucking guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you might force him down in my throat, but he's a healthy scratch because I, I know, need the roster spot for somebody who's going to produce.
1: Bill brought up uh, – Delpit, I mean, he has been so bad and he should not be maybe out there right now. Like, like, why is he out there? I don't know.
7: I mean, we got him the same draft that we got Jed, you know, right? it was our it was a high second round pick. And and I, I think we all thought we were going to get much more out of Delpit from that safety position. And, you know, and and I don't want to rip on Joe Woods because I, I agree, Ross, I agree with you. There's a time when the players have to play. You yeah, know, he was a coach. You put him in and you got to play. I mean, I've coached for over 20 years and I can get everything together. But then you got to just sit there and say, all right, play. Now, granted, I have to make sure that I get the not the not the 11 best, but the best 11 to run my scheme. Right. 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 So if if Delpit is not one of those best 11 and, and if 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 Ward is not one of those best 11, I mean, I've liked what I've seen from Emerson so far. I really, really have. And so with as much trouble as Ward has been having and Delpit has been having, you know, is this a time to say, all right, maybe we give the rookie more. I I, I don't know. You know, I, there's just so much here. But I mean, when you look at the and you look at the draft and you say we have drafted nothing but deep, you know, defensive backs and, and linebackers over the past five years. And what have we got from it? We've got a defense that's the thirty first, well maybe the thirtieth. Okay. I'll give it maybe the thirtieth in the in the NFL. That's what we've got? Phew. You
2: know, and then they're talking about how Joe Woods is talking about how he's scaling it back and not making it too complicated. Well, when you're drafting these guys, the, the cerebral proud or the, or the football IQ, how much of that, you know, uh, I mean, are, are, is he able to teach that to them or are they just not be, are able to comprehend it? Um, and that goes to scouting, you know, and recruiting and scouting to see what these guys, their knowledge level, you know, what they can do. You know, Um, I beat the shit out of Joe Woods. The players can't run his scheme, but it's at a point, like Ross said, at some point somebody's got to make a fucking tackle, you know. (laughs) Um,
1: Uh Yeah. Jess says she just feels like there is inconsistency. One play, everyone looks badass. The next play, they look like this is the first time they've ever played football, and that is so true. It's like yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. You don't Amen. see a lot of swing and misses from like the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Like they mostly do their jobs, where it's not embarrassing. <laughs> Whatever. We gotta maybe upgrade the talent, maybe upgrade the defense coordinator. I think it's all in play, but uh, it's not quite where it needs to be right now. So, that was a that was an excellent edition of Spit sip Chug. No, it was,
2: yeah. man. We we chopped good. it up, man. Was um, and this is one of our longest shows in a while, man. Yeah. Yeah. It is, man. We we it's went late. Good. We had a great.
1: Show. We're gonna we're actually gonna bring on Sherry because um one of the new innovations of Network Two and Six, we are we have we recorded ads, so we don't have to you know do them horribly for you. We can actually just hit a button and the ad will play. You'll all have to watch it, which is, you know, whatever. But the fun part is, Sherry, welcome back to the show. Uh, we're going to play a recorded ad, and then we're going to bring you back on to give your rating on where you think the recorded ad was, how do you think it stacks up against us. It's from the higher-ups, right? It's from the bosses, yeah. right? She
0: can stay on. She can stay on. We'll put it full screen. Yeah, okay. we're going to full screen. All right. I I'll get it going.
8: All right. What's up everybody? We know that we know that daily fantasy never stops and Network 216 is proud to be a partner with underdog fantasy. Very simple to use. All you have to do is go to underdog go to underdogfantasy.com and you will just click the sign in button. You'll create an account if you haven't done so already. If you've not created an account, it'll ask you to enter a code. Enter code 216, and they will double your first deposit up to $100. Underdog Fantasy, live draft lobbies that you get to compete with you and your friends. It's no salary cap like DraftKings and FanDuel. You get to go to a draft lobby, pick the players you want, or you can do daily pick'ems, which give you access to all the NFL and NBA games for you to make your picks Every single night. Again, go to underdogfantasy.com or use the Underdog Fantasy app on iOS or Android. Use code two one six to double your first deposit, up to one hundred dollars. Sign up today.
1: All right. Okay. Underdog, we love you, Sherry. What would you give that ad rate reading? You know.
6: Um. Okay. I give it about a five because his enthusiasm. Five his enthusiasm seems not so much for somebody who's going to be betting on games and winning big. And I would have liked to either see <laughs> more of what's going on, on his camera or the screen, like being that graphic instead of having his little tiny head in the corner. And then the big graphic, I'm like, one Sherry, or the other. Sherry, not that's
0: her. our boss.
6: Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He could read. That's great. (laughs) That doesn't step in the right direction.
6: (laughs) Now, you guys owe me an homage shirt for sure. (laughs) Homage shirt will be coming
1: for sure. You just tell us who's
7: one you like. Well done, Sherry. Well done. (laughs) done.
6: And I guess this is my last time here. Thanks for (laughs) (laughs) having us.
7: What's up, you all? We'll show (laughs)
1: them. We're just gonna get fired from Network Two and Six, but that's all right. I mean, whatever. We love Network Two and Six. Uh, we <coughs> make the ad reads fun and funny and compelling. And by the way, you should go do Underdog because it is a really fun way to do fantasy daily uh, sports. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but if you use the two one six. Yeah, if your fantasy code. football team sucks, you still have a way to win money.
2: That's right. I think she. I think Sherry should go around all the two one six podcasts and grade all the homage <laughs> oh, ads.
0: Oh,
1: 216 wide. That would you know what? We're gonna start recording every homage ad read, and we're gonna have Sherry come on and grade them.
6: That's nit-pick? awesome. You want me to nitpick them?
1: Yeah. Yes. Because we all want to get better. We we're get
2: better. gonna get called into the office tomorrow, Sherry. <laughs> but don't worry about it.
7: We're taking back to the shed right now. <laughs>
2: Whoa.
4: Okay,
1: we got to do uh, our final fun bit of the night. This is actually really fun. Um, we're all going to make a prediction.
0: Uh, Looks like Max, is, uh, Ken, Ken's still hanging out. He could come on.
1: Do we get Ken on? Yeah, let's get Ken. On.
0: Yeah, he's still hanging out. Ken, He's, he's, skyline. To he's got skyline here. in the fridge. Yeah.
5: I wish.
1: <laughs> I've
0: all been right.
5: enjoying. it. You guys are. It's it's entertaining.
0: Oh
2: thank you! <laughs> Is it entertaining, or have you been drinking? But, <laughs> right, hey, it's a combination with the dog chug. Drink, and you'll be entertained. I swear.
5: we're going to Roger's house next week.
7: Yeah, I know. I got to get to Cuyahoga Falls. I got to find out where he lives. I thought I'm going lived- to party with he- you, he- cowboy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All
5: right. He sounds like he sounds like a little Canton Maslin
2: in him. Yeah, yeah, I'm over yeah. I'm in the Akron. I'm in Akron, uh, affluent suburb of Akron. There you go. go you got a little. You got a little that. You got a little that,
5: uh, you got a little that South Canton action going
2: on. Yeah, Kent's like five, ten minutes up the street. Kent Kent State. Oh, there you, you go. Start County,
5: you. hell yeah. See a country fest.
1: Here's how <laughs> this works. We're all going to pick. A uh, NFL or college game against the spread. You need me to help you know what the spread is. I can do that for you. Um, If all five of us get our picks right, then we're going to split up to $1,700, which we will, you know, send to everyone uh, one fifth of whatever we
2: win. So you you only need five, right, Andy? You need five. I'll sit out. Roger,
1: you. Are, you are, you're roger pick your roger. we're
2: you're
1: gonna roger. have uh, Jerry and uh Ken are, they're gonna they're gonna come up with a decision together okay. Right? okay all right so we're gonna start with uh bill our guest um, mm-hmm. do you have a game that you wanna say you you're confident it's gonna gonna win
7: with the split well, Roger, you know where I'm going with this one. There were two things I, were look, I was looking at. I was actually looking at a pro game. I thought the uh, Pittsburgh and the Philadelphia game would be a really interesting one, the battle yeah. for Pennsylvania. But I am going for the battle for Michigan. I'm looking at Michigan, Michigan State. Hold on. Where's my Michigan shirt? Here he is. Yeah. I think right. Big Brother going to take Little Brother. Brother down big time. That's what I think is going to happen, and I think this is going to be another one of the notch for Michigan to sit here and to be able to say, yeah, we're just as good as Ohio State here, and uh, I'm picking yeah. Michigan to crush Michigan State.
1: All right, 21 and a half. Love it. Love it. Uh, what 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 made you become a Michigan fan? Just curious.
7: So, cool. it, it, it's it's kind of a true story. So, when I was a little kid, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 57 this year, right? So... When I was a little kid in the 70s, there was a Notre Dame, Michigan football game that was on because um, that was like at the time, the only one of the few games that was actually on television. Right. 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 And so because we had a color television, I saw the Michigan helmets. I just thought that was the coolest winged, thing baby. That, that, that Wolverine <laughs> kind of thing on this. I thought that was the coolest helmet I'd ever seen.
3: Fly so as a kid, who was what, like
7: seven, eight years old. I'm like, that is so cool. I love that helmet. Right. And 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 ever since then, I was just between that and Notre Dame. I, I'm not going to lie; I was a big Notre Dame fan as a Catholic. But uh, I tell you, I, I've always been a fan of Michigan, um, and uh, and I root for all their teams too, not just the football, because they do have some unbelievable championships that they have won over the past just over the past three years. And baseball, I mean, baseball, I and mean, volleyball, phenomenal. and and uh, hey, and hockey. Join us uh, next not. week for Michigan, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my pick, Michigan over Michigan State. Bill's got right. on the Scarlet.
0: You got to go on the Scarlet and Gray podcast on t- number two. do love it. Let's to. do it. Oh
7: my gosh! <laughs> anybody, anybody Scarlet and Gray? I'd love to come on. it would be we'll, more than we'll happy to talk. Please. All
1: right, okay, Sherry and Ken, you guys are gonna have to make a combined pick. So you can talk it over. You can yell at each other. <laughs> you want to do.
0: Any college
1: you or want NFL
5: it. game.
0: Any
1: College, college NFL. What do here?
5: you want? You got All NFL. All right. What do we got? I'm thinking. Who do we got? We got <laughs> the commander, the Jets at the commander. Wait, what's it go?
1: Well, hold on. Do you want me to give you a game?
7: No, the Jets are playing New England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's gonna yeah, be that's a great football game. game, man. And then,
5: the Jets yeah, are jets, New England. J- jets are underdogs. Yeah, the by Commanders. Has- the command. I'm saying the Commanders or the Jets.
2: I would take the Jets in the point. Yeah, that's a good pick, man. That's a that's a good one. That's a Field good game. <laughs> what is jets that? Are
5: commanders, Sherry. Commanders I- getting points. Jets getting points. Who are we taking? Um.
6: Uh, why don't we go with the
5: Commanders? You're kidding No sauce gardener, pick six. <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay, never mind. I told you you I'm were here. in charge. You got it, Jerry.
8: You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Fight for Jerry, your right. Come on. Fight you for you. It, it, I, I, I had a different Carson Wentz, I had a different Carson game picked Carson out in my Wentz. head
6: already. Given who
4: you got?
5: Game. Who you got?
4: I
6: was gonna do the dolphins over the lions.
5: Ooh.
2: Ooh. Ooh. This is interesting.
5: Okay. What's the line? What's the line? Three and a half, I think. Miami is
0: mm. giving three and a half to the, the Lions, Lions. Have only not covered one game all year. But did Ooh, you, you where, realize how many
7: home teams are the underdogs this week? A lot. I love that. A lot. Team a team, a really? lot. Yeah. A lot of the home, home teams, teams are underdogs points. this week. Take them
5: all. All right. So what where? Are wait. Where's that game played?
1: It's in uh the, in Detroit. Detroit.
5: Oh, God. You're going to go against hard knocks? Dan Campbell needs to win? <laughs> we're never going to no. get a pick. We're, we're getting right. away. Let's go. Let's go. With another... Wait, let's, how go about... get, let's go Jets. Come on. They're okay. going to eat the You're living shit out him. Out of
0: he's, he's, Brian, he's, he's quartering you.
4: you. <laughs> <I ain't laughs>
1: Browns-Bengals no. uh, game. What do you guys think about that one? Three points? I'll,
4: I'll,
7: uh, uh, we already said beers at the hundred. No, right, I think it's four right now. Is its is it four? The it's Browns are getting four. Three and a half on
1: this site. Three and a half.
7: Three and a half. Not, okay, enough.
1: Three
5: and a half. Not enough. Not enough. Not enough. Sherry, you don't want to do that game. So that the team, final, what's
0: go- the final pick? All right. Let's go with the, the
5: Jets. Pick? Sherry, let's ride with the Jets. Okay, fine. Let's get Roger Wait. excited. Let's get, <laughs> Roger, <laughs> get <laughs> Roger excited. Come on. You just did. Jay-
1: the, <laughs> the Jets. That's terrible. The Patriots
5: are a mess.
1: All right. They are. I am next. I am gonna go with uh Illinois over. Uh I don't want to look what the spread is. I want to make sure. Uh, they're playing Nebraska. They're giving seven and a half. I'm worried it's gonna come down to a touchdown, but I'm still gonna take them. Taking Illinois minus seven and a half.
7: That's a good one. That's a good game. I forgot that Illinois was playing that. That's yeah. That's and they're at fight. Nebraska too. Ooh, Andy, you are. Oh, you, uh, I want to party with you. He's a professional.
0: <laughs> it's Adam's right. money. We're just uh, trying to win. Have no, they have no coach,
5: future Zach true. Taylor. Yeah, true.
0: Ross, I got San Fran over the Rams.
5: favorite, oh, that was that's a good, game. Oh, that's a good <laughs> game.
0: oh, really? Oh, man, it's pretty much a pick Yeah, okay.
1: San Fran minus one and a half.
2: 49ers, and then Roger, what do you got? I'm taking. Uh, I, are they the Commanders or the Commodores? Washington. commander <laughs> I'm taking Washington with a three and a half over Indy. Oh, so they got That's the pick what I'm anyway. Saying. Sure, we got him.
5: We got him either way. No, no he, he, did, he did say yes to
2: that. And then you told well, her no. no. Yeah.
5: What? No. what? That way, Roger gets it. Two and Sharon and I go two and zero. Now we get our own show. <laughs> Wait, that's right. what's on the line. Love that.
2: The, the Bengals five. judge. Them.
5: No, um. we'll just take it, Sherry and Max with the points. That's what okay. we got. Yeah.
1: All right, and I, I'm just gonna say right now, right. If, if we go five and zero, we're splitting it six ways because everyone contributed here.
8: Yeah, everybody like it. All
5: right, I'll be back December whatever eight. <laughs> <And we'll laughs> you're gonna
2: be wondering, how the hell did the Fucking Browns beat us again.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, anyone, everyone tells me I suck at ending, so drink if you got them. Pick them up if you got them. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Go Browns.
4: Go Browns. Browns.